More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bold, reverent, and occasionally random. The Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck podcast starts now. We have Congressman Wesley Hunt with us now of Texas. Uh, After graduating from West Point, Congressman Hunt spent eight years in the Army as an aviation branch officer and AH-64D Apache Longbow helicopter pilot. Congressman, first time on the show. Welcome. Oh, my gosh. Thank you all for having me. I really appreciate it. Anytime. And again, I really thank you all for having me on. Oh, thank you so much for joining us and thank you for your service. You know, we've been talking a lot about the Hunter Biden situation, and I I think you've been pretty vocal from what I understand about the double standard and the special treatment. Uh, Tell us where you come down on all this. Well, well, where I come down on this is very simple. It, we, I've been talking weeks and weeks and weeks about there being a clear two-tier justice system. And I've been saying this every single week. I cannot imagine the reaction this country would have and the reaction people would have if this were Donald John Trump Jr. behaving in this way. But the one thing that really strikes me as being interesting is you have Hunter Biden that gets a sweetheart deal because of tax evasion and because of clear gun charges. And... This is happening to black people and has been happening to black people across America for decades. Now, the Democrat Party claims that they are the party of the minority, that they are the party of black people. They claim that they that they hate white privilege and all this stuff. But yet when it is a white Democrat who clearly has privilege because he is the son of a president, then you hear crickets when he does the exact same infractions. And that hypocrisy, that two-tiered system, really has me fired up. I'm calling it out, and I'm sick of seeing it. And when I was on just uh, on a uh, judiciary uh, a hearing just last week, you know, I talked about this in depth. And, and the hypocrisy that we're seeing, the American public is seeing it as well. And we're, we're flat out just like fed up with it. We're talking right now with Congressman Wesley Hunt of Texas. What do you think should happen? You're right. This clear two tiers of justice. Uh, Hunter Biden is getting a sweetheart deal. What should Congress do? Should there be an impeachment of Merrick Garland, of Joe Biden? How should, in your mind, this injustice be rectified? 
Yes to all of the above. And and I think some of these issues are going to be coming up through our committee on the Judiciary Committee in the not-so-distant future. Um, I'll be honest with you. I I do not want to impeach Biden. I don't think that's politically expedient. Look at this weak president. This is the worst polling president we've seen in modern history. He clearly does not have the cognitive ability to do his job. He is falling downstairs. He is shaking hands with air. He is clearly in the early stages of dementia. I want to run against this guy in 2024. That's exactly the matchup that I want to see. President Trump versus a feeble Joe Biden. However, they are leaving us with no choice. This is one of the most corrupt families that we have seen in American history. And I think impeachment absolutely has to be on the table. When you talk about funneling $10 million through your son to yourself, $10 million, that's real money. $10 million is like $9 million more than $1 million. That's a lot of money. We need to know where that money came from. We need to know why it was given to your son. We need to know who the big guy is. And by the way, these are all rhetorical questions. We know all these answers. But the sitting president should absolutely be impeached for these types of infractions, and especially considering that there was a witch hunt against President Trump for four years for way less. We're speaking to Texas Congressman uh, Wesley Hunt. And uh, Congressman, it's funny, you started out saying, I don't want to impeach Biden, and then you went to explain, but we have to, right? I mean, that's, just to be right. clear, you think that that's where the, where right. the Congress, I'm, yeah, that's where the Congress should go. Do you think that Speaker McCarthy is willing to go forward with it, and does he have the votes if he does? Well, this is a discussion that we're going to be having over the course of the next few months. And again, just, 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 just to reiterate, I don't want to impeach him for political reasons. I think this is a lame president. This is one of the worst presidents we have seen in modern history. And it's the guy that I run or run against. But that does not mean that we shouldn't do the duty of the American people. I think that the American public wants us to impeach him. Will Kevin McCarthy have the votes? That's a good question. We have to let this whole thing play out. And that's why we have the process. The process of doing so usually comes up through the Judiciary Committee, and then we'll see where it goes from there. Congressman, you're a black Republican. I'm sure you get tired of being referred to as a black Republican. White guys like Buck and I can be Democrats or Republicans. Nobody ever really uses the race to define what we believe politically. What has to happen for the black community, the same thing to occur with the white community, where there is a total openness to political belief regardless of the color of your skin and do you see that changing or when you see attacks like Barack Obama, I'm sure you saw, came after Tim Scott. We had Tim Scott on to talk about it. Even Joy Behar tried to say what a black guy could or could not believe. What do you see out there? Are you optimistic? Are things changing? How does that change occur? People like me have got to continue to speak up and talk about the hypocrisy from the left and talk about how our party is the party of a meritocracy. Let me tell you about my district, Congressional District 38 in Houston, Texas. It's a white majority district. It's a district that President Trump would have won by 23 points. In the last primary, I ran against nine white guys and beat them all by 30 points. In the general election, I ran against a white Democrat and beat him by 30 points. And do you know why? Because I was the most qualified person. And when I hear Democrats talk all day about DNI and diversity, this and diversity, that, the first thing they should be talking about is who is the most qualified person. 
I think we can get around this because when you're looking at what, what Joe Biden claims to be the most diverse cabinet we've seen in American history, they're also the most failed cabinet in U.S. history. And we're getting to the point to where in this country, do we want a meritocracy moving forward in the future or do we not? Sir, I got here because I'm a West Point graduate. I earned three master's degrees in four years from Cornell University. I'm an Apache helicopter pilot. I served my country in combat. And that's why the people of Houston picked me to be their congressman. They could care less about the way I look. And I love the way how you started this. You're right. I don't like talking about race that much because, quite frankly, I'm an American first. I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm a veteran. I'm a West Point graduate. I'm a congressman. We can keep going and going. And by the time I get the black guy, I've run out of fingers. But what we must do is continue to talk about why we have qualified people of color on our side that can be good leaders for the future and how we pick the best people based on their merit, not based on the way they look. And, uh, Congressman, uh, we wanted to ask you also, I know that you're uh, interested in, uh, as we go into the uh, Independence Day weekend coming up, just the concept of American pride. Yes. So you could imagine somebody like me loves this country. This is the greatest country in the world. I'm a West Point graduate. My brother is a West Point graduate. My sister is a West Point graduate. My dad's a retired colonel in the Army. My dad taught us in this country you could be whatever you want in, in America if you have hard work, grit, determination. And, yeah, you're going to have some tough times, but America is the greatest place in the world. So if we have a month like Black History Month that I don't mind celebrating, hell, I'm a black guy. But that, that, that adheres to only 13% of the population. If we just had Pride Month last week, that's less than 7% of the population that, that, that that's about. If, 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 we, if we have a Women's Month in March, which is half our population, you know what? How about we have a month celebrating America? That's everybody in this country. Let's celebrate our progress. Let's celebrate how far we've come. And while we're not perfect, this is still the greatest country in the world, and we should be in the business of teaching our children why that's the case so we can build on this progress moving forward. If we can give a month to all these other causes, I don't understand why we can't give a month to old glory. And I want to see Bud Light, and I want to see Target, and I want to see all these other woke corporations wave old glory in the same way they're waving the gay pride flag. And I want to know, how patriotic are you? Do you really believe in America? Do you believe in patriotism? And if you're not, we're going to expose you. Love it. Congressman, appreciate you being with us here. Thank you for joining us on the program. Anytime. Thank you all very much. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. 
On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. God bless you. Sundays with Clay and Buck. You know, you want to go to a list of controversial topics and a dude who just nailed them all. Buck, I mean, I was so excited. I know 2022 did not go uh, the way that many of us wanted. But Jerron Johnson is such a warrior. For him to get in for six more years, he was right about all of COVID. He's been right about the Biden crime family. And it's called controversial, right? You, you know something is controversial when the left doesn't like it? I've never had a controversial opinion that was uh, was remotely considered left-wing, right? Everything that I've ever said, you know, they shouldn't have uh, men and women's... Uh, uh, men and women's sports, like, oh, the controversial Clay Travis. It's uh, it's amazing how often Ron Johnson's called controversial when everything that he said is true, right? I haven't heard anything that he said on any of these major subjects that's ended up being wrong. Yes, isn't it fascinating that our side is constantly bombarded with the oh, disinformation stuff? Yeah. On Russia collusion, we were all right. On Hunter Biden COVID. selling access and influence, we were all right. I mean, we, you know, you go down this list and you start to say, at what point is it just clear to everybody that the media is just warring propaganda machines now? And, you know, yeah. some propaganda is good and correct and some is not. People think of propaganda as always this uh, this dirty word. It actually started within the Catholic Church, I think, in the 1600s. For the propagation of the true faith. Uh, propag- Look at was- you. Propag- Look at you, Mr. Nerd, uh, dropping knowledge here. Yeah. Propagation of the true faith. And so it was a program to send, and I think it was in the face of a lot of uh, schismatics and, uh, and, reform- and um, what do you call it, Protestant stuff and Reformation. So it actually comes from the Catholic Church. There you go. That's where the, propag- the word propaganda it, from the Latin. This reminds me, Buck, of Jeopardy, our discussion yesterday. And our producer, Ali, sent a VIP email. Did you see this? I just want your take. If you haven't seen this email, I'm going to read it. Jim, we appreciate the fact that he's a VIP. He wrote in and said, Clay, I'm sure you've heard of Ozempic, the pre-diabetes drug with the side effect of significant weight loss. But you need Ezempic. This is a drug that with proper and regular use will significantly deflate an overinflated ego. Based on your comments about Celebrity Jeopardy, 
You appear to believe that you are a celebrity, i.e. a famous person. Sorry to burst your bubble, but you are not a celebrity. So, okay, let me just... Buck, <laughs> am, am, am I... like Of all the things that I might say that is braggadocious in nature, I said that I would do well on Celebrity Jeopardy. You are a Jeopardy fan. There are lots of people on Celebrity Jeopardy who are not that famous. I mean, we're not talking about Brad Pitt, Beyonce, and Taylor Swift competing on Celebrity Jeopardy. I, I, I know people from our business who have been on Celebrity Jeopardy, and and not just, you know, make your head any bigger, but you are more famous than those people. I mean, I don't <laughs> so, think that, that... That's what I'm saying. If we're like, just going to be honest about it, I mean... I'm not saying that I'm like an A-list celebrity here. Celebrity Jeopardy is a very expansive definition of celebrity. So, Jim, I appreciate the wit of your email, but I think I would qualify. All right, Buck, you are still in New York City. Yes, sir. When were you scheduled to return to Miami? I mean, I was supposed to be back in Miami uh, on Monday, and it got delayed for... Um, basically, I couldn't get home until tomorrow. I'll be home to... to and that's assuming I don't get... Uh, I've never seen anything like this before. And I'm I'm not here to say that it's all Joe Biden's fault, that the airlines are such a mess. Um, but I am here to say that I blame Pete Buttigieg. Yeah. <laughs> like someone, someone's doing something wrong, okay? I probably blame Biden, too. But no, seriously, uh, it's I've never seen anything like it. They've just completely abandoned uh, thousands of flights because of some So you are getting and- back three days late yes. of when you were scheduled. Now, it's not a huge deal for you because you were from New York City. My family's family here, and so it's actually else. turned into like a nice little family vacation. But yes, although I have to work. But- this happened also around Christmas when Southwest Airlines effectively collapsed. I don't think the media has caught up yet. As we get ready for the July 4th holiday, and I know a lot of you out there are experiencing this. Heck, some of you may be listening to us right now while stranded in places you don't want to be. The whole East Coast this morning, we were supposed to have meetings for OutKick, and we had people who were flying in from New York City to Nashville. They couldn't get on their flights. Every, and they couldn't get on their flights for two days they were rescheduled. So they're like, screw it, we're not going to have this meeting. People all over the country right now are unable to travel. And Buck, by and large, it's not like it was in the winter when they said, oh, there was an ice storm, there's a weather-related issue, and everything shut down. By and large, weather's pretty good all over this country. I know it's hot some places, but... This story has the media has not caught up, I don't think yet, with how much of a disaster right now trying to travel uh, on airlines is. And I know a lot of you are caught up in it. Can I, since we're doing random stories, can I throw out a random story right now? Just, yes. Just because, you know, why not? We're going to get into serious stuff here in a few moments again. I don't know, Clay's probably going to tell us Hunter Biden is, uh, is, is toast. It's just a matter of time. We'll get into the latest on that. Um, but uh, do you see this guy in the Everglades, speaking of Florida? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm fired up about this. He's told, don't reach over on the side of the boat by his friend. It's on video. We should put this on clayandbuck.com. And he goes, nah, man, it's cool. And he reaches over the side of the boat. They're fishing. And a shark, in real time, grabs him, bites him, pulls him into the water in the Everglades with water just teeming with sharks. It was a lemon shark, so it wasn't a super big, scary shark and. But it still like bit off a chunk of his hand, pulled him in the water. Clay, when your buddy says don't reach in, there are sharks. Lesson learned. He also said, I'm just going to do it for like two seconds. Yep. 
here's my other thing on this buck and i actually want to we should bring this over to the next uh, segment because i'm still fired up about it that felt really unfair to me because when you're in the everglades if an alligator had leapt out of the water and grabbed him you'd have been like okay that's the everglades a shark in the everglades and i know there is some brackish water there but it's like dark water you shouldn't be fair. I'm it's not fair to this. get grabbed I'm, a shark there. He's fine, just to be clear. He got his hands bitten, but his guy's going to be fine. But, you know, in the animal kingdom, sometimes it's your day. Like, a grizzly bear gets you, and, you know, it's a rough day, and that's the end of it, right? A great white shark, an incredibly powerful predatory machine, if you get got by a lemon shark, I don't know, <laughs> that's like getting killed by a rogue squirrel. Like, that's just not, you don't want to go out because a lemon shark gets you. That's the ah. wimp of the shark kingdom. I want to give credit to that guy for getting back in the boat so fast. I think I might have had a heart attack if a shark grabbed me and dragged me into the water in the Everglades. I don't know that I would have recovered. I think I'd be dead. Sunday Sizzle with Clay and Buck. Time we start drawing some lines in the sand here. The FDA has approved lab-grown meat, specifically, I think, in this case, chicken grown from uh, stem cells of the chicken or something. I don't even know. Here's CNN talking about the fake meat. Play 23. Move over, farm to table. Lab to table has arrived, with the U.S. now the second country to prove the sale of what's called cultivated meat. That's meat grown from live animal cells, and cultivated with nutrients and amino acids in a giant vat, kind of like you'd find at a brewery. Supporters say it will help fight climate change by reducing the need for traditional animal agriculture, like cows, which emit greenhouse gases which warm the planet. Tastes like chicken because it comes from a chicken. Apparently cows are more complicated to grow. Uh, Two companies plan to sell cultivated chicken to restaurants in Washington and San Francisco, kind of like a soft launch if you like. All right, Clay. Now, I got to tell you, if, if you're trying to sell me on chicken that you say tastes like chicken, I'm already suspicious, right? Like, you shouldn't have to say, hey, the chicken that we're growing, we promise you it tastes like chicken, sort of. And beyond that, the, this reminds me a little bit of, of with Tesla, for example. Like, if you used to own a Prius, people would come to certain conclusions about your politics. I'm just going to say it because it was the ugliest car I've ever seen in my life. You guys can get mad at me. It's the ugliest car I've ever seen in terms of design, but it was all about climate change. I didn't like the Prius. I'm just saying. The Tesla is pretty badass, so you don't have to care about the environment at all. You can just get a, get a Tesla. If you want me to eat, Clay, your lab-grown chicken, tell me it's delicious. Don't tell me it's fighting climate change. I think that's good. I also think it's a question of whether people would notice. It has to be so good that it's indistinguishable from the existing kind of meat, right? Because otherwise, there's no way this is ever going to succeed. Because the who's the who's what's the company Beyond Meat that basically made the argument that they were going to have yeah. non-meat that tastes just like meat? It didn't work. Didn't taste like meat at all. I right. tried it. It's gross. That's I'm right. not a fan. I don't know what to tell you. That's they, right. A lot of VC money went into that, by the way. Yeah, which makes sense on some level if you could actually do it. But most of the time, this is the opposite of Bud Light, Miller Light, and Coors Light. You can actually taste the difference between fake meat and real meat. No one has ever given me a meat substitute that I didn't immediately say, this is nothing like meat. It has never happened. 
I've, I've had people, I've had some militant vegans who are like, oh, when I make this portobello steak for you, I'm like, it's a big mushroom with some grill striations in it. It does not taste like meat. I think, but Clay, whether it's bugs or fake chicken, the fake news is pushing all this stuff on us too. So I do not trust. I just like it old school. You know, I like a chicken that runs around. You got to, you know, take care of business and cook it up. Join the club, real meat. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 